1: this is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we are working on your financial freedom. So I hope you're ready to talk real estate today. I'm going to harken back to a show we did last week and tell you a little bit about what's coming forward, all focused on you, the real estate investor. We're doing a series of shows with the Lifestyles Unlimited Realty Sales Managers across all of the markets where we operate. We were in Georgia last week and you're going to want to tune in. Coming up we've got Tennessee, Arizona, South Carolina, new market for us. Uh Kansas, Missouri and each individually each of the Texas markets where we've actually been operating for quite a long time if if you're new to the program. Uh, Lifestyles Unlimited was founded 34 years ago by Del Walmsley. He is the founder. He he put this group together in Houston. So we've got a long record there, and we'll have the sales manager from Houston in as well. And he's a longtime investor. Very interesting story. A lot of information. I like to hear this guy talk, talking. I think you will as well. So Al Gordon and I from the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show team are interviewing these sales managers. But you want to know as well, Don Walmsley is bringing them on his program as well. And again, he's the founder and he's going to talk with every single one of them. He's got a different perspective. You know, I'm a guy in the trenches right now. Uh, buying, renovating, operating single-family rental properties. Al is out there as well. dell has been doing this for over three decades, so I'm sure he's going to have a different perspective in these conversations as well. So be sure to catch both angles. And as you know, we talked last week with Georgia, specifically with Darlene, the sales manager there. But what I want to do today is work through just a some of the highlights, some of the, some of the things we talked about. Now, I'm not going to rehash the Georgia show. That's, that's not the point. Um, but I'm going to assume that you are new to this show and new to real estate investing. And there, there may have been some terms uh, or, or some references that might have been unclear um clear to me as a, as a seasoned investor clear to darlena clear to our lifestyles unlimited uh single family investor base but i want to be sure that you and i are are on the same page and if you if you miss the show that has already been archived uh, at our website go to lifestylesunlimited.com click on the radio tab and you can find that there late july or excuse me late june show and if you have any questions that come out of today's show, that show, any of the shows that you catch, you can send me those questions. Uh, my email is askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Again, askandy at l-u-inc. I take some of those up on the air with you, uh, but I certainly will reply to you. I answer all those myself. Um, first question you might have, you don't need to email this to me because we talk about it on the show all the time as well. Why single family? Why, why invest in a rental house? Why, why are you? Why did you have this conversation with Darlene? Why are you going to be talking with Cindy in Tennessee or Stacy in in Arizona? What's What's the point? Well, here's a big point. <laughs> we talk about this a lot. And my question to you is: What other investment? Think about where you're invested right now. What other investment makes you money five ways? Ah, well, if you're a Lifestyles Unlimited investor member. And you might be thinking well apartments. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Actually apartments make money six ways <laughs> But we're not going to get into that today today. We're gonna focus on single-family What's another reason? Well quite frankly, it's an easy point of entry for most people out there It's very easy to get started as a single-family rental investor now I know we all have our fears and these stories that we've heard from other people that failed in this space other things that create hurdles just in just in our own minds, and we talk a lot on these programs as well about how you can break those down. But, but just generally thinking about the nuts and bolts and what goes into the process and the the, the level of capital or, or or money that you need to make that investment, it's a very there's a very low uh, barrier to entry to become a single family rental investor even across state lines. Again, if you're new to the show, I'm in Dallas Fort Worth in Texas and that's where I've been investing primarily over the past uh, 10 10 plus years now but we've also invested remotely we also have houses down near Houston for example for me that's remote yes I could drive there but I don't it's removed from my current location and for a lot of investors out there now those markets that I mentioned uh, outside of Texas those are remote in fact we, we learned on the show last week with Darlena That in Georgia, the member she's working with 80%, 80% of the investors that she is working with and that have bought single family rental property in that market are investing from out of state. These are not Georgia residents. And she named, she named the markets there, even out of the country, one from British Columbia up in, up in Canada. So yeah, easy point of entry, even across state lines. And that's why we say live where you want and invest. Where it makes sense you may be catching me on the radio now or you may be catching a podcast after the show where do you sit right now where where are you listening does does your market does it make sense you know, there are a lot of high cost markets out there thinking about the coast not obviously georgia's on the coast not not well, not one of those high cost markets but going a little farther north new york for example pennsylvania going to the other side of the country though they the, the, entire West Coast high-cost markets doesn't really work landlord friendly or unfriendly you might ask yourself that as well thinking again about the West Coast California Oregon Washington we've heard all the stories there people move in rental owners can't get them out there are some pretty bad stories in fact that I've seen in the press lately not true in landlord-friendly states and if I want to invest in a rental house it's something I'm going to then market and, and rent out. Obviously, I need people to rent that, and well, if more and more people are coming, well, those are the people that are going to be the candidates, obviously, for for my property. So I want to see a good uh, growth in the population here. Again, Georgia, we learned that is certainly the case, and as as a guy has been doing the show for a number of years already, I can tell you the stats, the numbers are here for Texas as well. We'll hear we'll hear about Arizona, we'll hear about Tennessee, South Carolina, etc. Here in the in the coming weeks uh so those those fundamentals those demographics are very important as well we want to know about the income well that's great if everybody's moving there and median income is thirty thousand dollars does that help me not really not really Uh, we want to see you know a decent income we heard in georgia the median which means the exact middle is just a little bit of a little bit north of sixty thousand dollars that's a good number that's a good number i'll tell you why here In just a little bit. And then to go back to something we mentioned in the first part of the show, is it landlord friendly or not? And we heard, yes, Georgia is much like we know Texas is. So those are some parts of the fundamentals that, that I want to know about. I, it's ideal. It's great when that particular job source, that job base is diversified and, uh, spread across multiple industries, right? If I think about recession, is it coming? Is it not? I don't know. The press is all over. We did see that the curve, the yield curve inverted again. Um, manufacturing is down you know things are going on so if we flip into a recession I want to be diversified as a state in my industries to help absorb essentially um, that activity that that decline so we talked about fundamentals we also talked last week about a couple of terms I think you want to you want to understand and I mentioned a moment ago we make money five ways and this this is true this is true on single-family houses but I want to focus on two in particular that's the equity capture and that's cash flow. And we learned in Georgia, we're, 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 we're strong in both equity capture and cash flow. What is equity capture? Well, that is in, in essence, the, the equity that I create, I'm going to say out of thin air, in essence, through the process, because most of what we buy as single family rental property, as investors at Lifestyles Unlimited, as members, um, we're buying houses that are distressed, that need work. So we're getting them at a discount. We're doing the work. We're doing the renovations, and if I just take a, just an example, if I if I buy for a hundred, put fifty thousand dollars in, and when I'm done fixing that up, the house is actually worth two hundred thousand. Well, there's a fifty k spread there. Now I have some cash in into the investment. Let's call it 25000 $25, dollars. Net that out of that fifty k spread, I've just created an additional twenty five thousand dollars on top. It's a hundred percent return on my equity gain right there. <laughs> right there. That's why we love real estate. So that's equity. We're we're creating wealth. We're 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 putting more more dollars onto our balance sheet, but at the same time we're we're looking for cash flow. A very important rule is one of Del Walmsley, again, he founded Lifestyles Unlimited. One of his three rules of investing is it has to cash flow. If it's not cash flow positive, don't do it we talked about this a few shows ago why that's important so I won't get into that now you can go to our, our website and catch that show there it is it is archived already on the site but we want to be cash flow positive and what do I mean by that well we're collecting a rent again that's the name of the game gross rent and from that gross rent we're paying our fixed expenses that's typically our principal and interest Allah think of that as the mortgage um, taxes and insurance you're thinking what about maintenance and repairs well, I just mentioned we're buying a distressed asset we're we're fixing it up so we're we're in essence we're 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 addressing all that maintenance and and repair cost up front as part of the renovations as part of the rehab we we follow the motto best product best price we'll talk about that again here in a moment so forget about that it's it's nominal if you do the the renovations correctly how do you know to do those correctly well you get an education that's what we help you with here That lifestyle is unlimited. So to go back to cash flow, that's going to be your gross rents and netting out your P-I-T-I, the principal interest taxes and insurance. And this is where, as well, the conversation last week with Darlena was, for me as a a Texas investor, very interesting because we learned that those two big pieces, taxes and insurance in Georgia, they're very, very low. We don't have a state income tax in Texas. Therefore, a lot of the, well, all the school districts and, and, and other entities um taxing entities make their money through the property tax system and our taxes are honestly they're very high here now there are things you can do to remedy that you can protest those um and i'm not poo-pooing texas by any means i'm still buying here i'm still looking writing contracts offers etc a great market but your cash flow will be a little bit more compressed so this is where you as an investor need to think well what is it i'm looking for and if it's a bigger cash flow Hopefully you can find it in, 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 in Dallas-Fort Worth, in Houston, in in, in San Antonio, etc. But Georgia's a great market. We're going to hear about these other markets as well. That's the cash flow. So again, taxes and insurance in Georgia, a whole other beast. And you can go catch the show there. Insurance, by the way, very, very low there. They don't have the tornadoes we do. They don't have the hurricanes we do. I guess some might ease up the coast occasionally a you know, Hurricane Ian swung across the Panhandle or the the peninsula of Florida and then makes its turn around towards the coast sure that happens But nothing like what we have here Nothing like what we have here So now thinking about Darlena and her team we learned they've been growing very fast These are all realtors and you might think to yourself. Well, that's all fine and good. Why? Why do I need a realtor is a lot of people out there are into DIY do it yourself? is this something that you can do on your own. Are there reasons why you should engage a realtor? Well, I think if you're entertaining the idea of cross-state transactions, investing remotely, absolutely you need to have boots on the ground. You need to have that expertise, especially, especially in a remote market, but there are other reasons as well. So let's break those down when we come back and talk a little bit about uh, where we're sourcing this inventory so you understand that as well.
0: Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next.
1: Lifestyles Unlimited members share their stories and strategies for success at case study events.
0: If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing in the economy? Kept on coming to meetings, even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still just like... We need to make the job.
1: So we kept praying for time to get this job done, to to be able to find the properties. How do we find the properties? How do you find the time? And God answered our prayers, and He got downsized from his corporate job. But
0: they didn't buy just one house, right?
1: No, they did not. We're you rehabbing house number nine right now. Nine. nine. Wow. So every month, the cash flow is thirty-two hundred dollars okay? The equity of all the houses is up to 280,000. Join us this month and learn from people just like you. Check in person and online dates at com.
0: That's com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're
1: hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. I thank you for tuning in today. If you have any questions, send me an email to Ask Andy at L-U-I-N-C. Dot com And we're working through some concepts, some things we heard on last week's show when we talked with Darlene, the, the sales manager for Lifestyles Limited Realty out of Georgia. And we're going to hear from the other markets in the next few weeks as well. So I thought, you know, let's acquaint you with some of the terms you may have heard if you're not familiar with these. This will help you as we continue to have these discussions or when you go back to our website and, and, and listen to the archived par, uh, podcast there. And again, that's Darlene, she's a realtor. why Why would you want to engage a realtor? Don't don't you have to pay a commission? Well, typically, that's baked into the 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 sales price, I guess uh, by the listing agent. If it's on m l s. We'll talk about m l s here in a moment versus uh, buying from a wholesaler. But it's the expertise, you know, especially for me, I'm fascinated by the the Georgia market, Tennessee. I saw a great, great uh, email about a property in Missouri just a couple days ago. Fundamentally good markets, but I don't have the expertise. I could tell you all day long about Dallas, Fort Worth, very much an expert here, other parts of Texas, but Georgia, no, don't know the nuances of that market. So I will lean on that realtor. For example, we talked last week about buying with hard money. We'll talk about that here in a moment as well. And in Georgia, well, I can't just do that in my personal name like I would here. Uh, The state requires that I have that in an LLC, that I buy in an LLC when using hard money. And we went into the the whys and what-fors last week. That's just one angle, just one of the nuances that you would want to understand. We talked about Fulton County and Atlanta versus the suburbs. These are all nuances of... A particular market so in dallas fort worth where do i want to go are there particular counties or particular cities that i need to stay away from are a realtor is going to help you with that and let me just footnote this here not every realtor is going to be able to help you the investor we heard from darlena as well interesting story she was a realtor up till 2008 and got out when the recession hit back then missed a big opportunity did not have that investor knowledge that investor hat now has that as a member at lifestyles unlimited But I can tell you with a decade plus experience under my belt, I've talked to so many realtors here in this market that just do not have any understanding of what we do as investors. Okay, so you have to be careful with whom you're associating out there. The good news is as members at Lifestyles Unlimited, if you're working with our realty team, they are members, they are investing, they get it. (laughs) They get it. So that's just part of it, part of the nuances. I'll tell you as well, just thinking about here in texas i know again i kind of have to go back to the diy folks out there i'm just going to do it on my own can i write my own contract yeah you can get your real estate attorney to do that for you um you may even know that the trek the texas real estate commission uh one to four family sales contract is available it's out there you can use that but should you should you it's 11 pages promulgated by trek uh you may not know this but the 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 uh, broker-lawyer committee meets every couple of years, and they revise that thing. So are you even working with the the, the latest and greatest? Do you understand the changes that have come down the pike in the last couple of years to that 11-page beast? You know, it's a lot of boilerplate stuff, some fill-in-the-blanks, check-the-boxes, etc. But our realtors in the state, they have to go through a renewal period. They do CEs, continuing education, much like your CPA does. So they're up on the latest and greatest. They understand, then, the nuances of that Document the paperwork so they can make sure that what you're putting together is solid and in your favor That's what our realty team does. So can you do it on your own? You can I'd say caveat emptor handle handle with care And what that realty team will do for you then as as you identify and say this is the one for me I had this conversation with a realtor here in the Dallas area just last week. This is it I want to go make an offer. Then you start to talk about the terms. What are the best terms? What are they seeing right now? Somebody that's operating and, and working with hundreds, thousands of members, well, they're seeing which terms work in a contract, which don't. What do I mean by terms? Well, price is a part of that contract, but there's a lot more that goes into it. Should you have an option period or should you not? Well, how much do you pay? What about earnest money? 1% of price? That's kind of traditional. Do I want to sweeten and double or triple or quadruple that number? We had that conversation. Let's go in with 10K. Done. Done. How quickly should I offer to close? How quickly can I close? It's a conversation you'll have. Who pays for title insurance and closing costs? Do I want to offer to pay that for the seller to sweeten it? Or is this market more of a buyer's market don't need to? Again, nuances that that realtor will help you with. What about inspections managing through the due diligence process? That realtor will be by your side for that as well. And I'll tell you as well, the Lifestyles Unlimited Realty team, they do a lot of the analysis for us up front. And Darlena mentioned blasts, property blasts. They didn't have those in Georgia. That's one of the reasons that she said about getting that organization put together there. Again, great market. Good good thing she did. But a blast comes out, and I got one here. This was in Georgia, in fact, a couple days ago, maybe last week, end of, end of June. Um, he tells me here, the after-repair... Price opinion after repair value you and I might call it that. He tells me the price going at 130k. He tells me what my estimated equity capture we talked about that is going to be 32 thousand dollars. Am I out of pocket well how much money do I need to bring to get this thing closed and done? Twenty thousand dollars to create 32 in equity. That's an, that's greater than a hundred percent return. This is in Georgia, and then cash flow. They've already figured out what this thing can rent for and what I can generate in cash. That net cash flow that we talked about, $427. Great number, great number. Again, Georgia has lower taxes and insurance, so cash flow tends to be higher. Reasons to look at remote investing. Cash on cash return, 18.2%. Where can you make money five different ways? Right here. Equity capture, cash flow, you're gonna hold this thing and enjoy some appreciation. Equity buildup as your resident pays that mortgage. You don't, they do. And great, great tax advantages. So, this is just one example of a blast. Now, if I'm interested in this, I say, Yeah, I hold up my hand, send my email, whatever, call the realtor, and I get a much more detailed package of information that's going to tell me, for example, well, how did they conclude that the after repair value is going to be $225,000? Well, I'll see the comps they used, I'll see the lease comps, I'll see the. Bu- all the information i need to dig a little deeper and draw that conclusion yeah this works for me so that's what the lifestyles unlimited realty team does for you now i mentioned a moment ago mls uh versus wholesale multiple listing service what what do these terms mean first and foremost a lot of what we're buying is off market. A lot of what we're buying is on market. And Darlina went into some of the occasions when they, they might go one direction or the other with you, the investor in, in Georgia. But just to explain, MLS, that just means on the market. And typically, because it's on the market, you're gonna have different terms in your offer, your option period, et cetera, that you'll consider than when it's off market. And when it's off market, commonly, not always, but commonly, this is something that is being sourced by a wholesaler. So we're buying property houses that need work. So if I think about the lifestyles unlimited model, we're, we're looking for these distressed houses because we can create that equity capture because we can buy at a discount and we're gonna go in and we're gonna we're gonna fix everything up. That alone points to what I said earlier in the show that maintenance because a lot of people think rental property, taxes tenants, toilets, oh my gosh, calls at midnight, things are breaking. Well when you address that at the outset, that maintenance is addressed at the time of renovation at rehab. You don't have ongoing issues if you do it right. So ARV after repair value needs work, sometimes a little work, sometimes a lot of work. That's where our team helps you. By the way, they now have experience with this over 30 years as an organization who is going to lend on that wonky house where the foundation was visibly down eight inches in the back. That's where we use something called hard money. And we talked about this briefly with Darlena last week as well. Uh, Hard money in that state requires a little bit of a different operation using an LLC. Go check out that show. But for you that are new to the program and don't even know what is hard money, that's what I really want to address right now. Just very quickly, Hard a hard money loan is a loan that is backed or secured by the property. Okay, it is in essence a short-term bridge loan or think of it as a construction loan because we have to go in and do some level of construction even if it's just putting down flooring Painting the walls making it look pretty a lot of the conventional lenders will not lend on that Fannie Mae Freddie Mac will not So we're gonna go in we're gonna fix everything but to do that We need somebody to give us a financing and that's what hard money does. They do not care about the condition They're going to look at our repair bids look at our scope of work and determine that ARV that we just talked about. Okay, well, if you do everything you're talking about based on what I see in in, in, in the neighborhood for sold comps, here's where that after repair value or price opinion is going to be. We're going to lend you 75% of that. So if that house, if I can buy it for 100 and I need 50 to do the work, guess what? They're financing the purchase and the repairs. I'm not out of pocket anything but the closing costs and a little bit of holding cost. But we're going to get through the repairs, and then we're not going to stay in that high-interest loan. We're going to refinance out. So we refinance out of that hard money and into long-term debt. And again, thinking about Georgia, you're in an LLC. Well, you just roll out of that LLC into your personal name for that long-term debt. So that's hard money in a nutshell. Again, if you want to learn more about that, go to our website. Search bar at the bottom. Type in hard money. And uh, lots of articles and interviews out there on in the in the radio archives for you That takes me to one final concept. I want to address today um, Which is in particular around investing remotely and this pertains to you whether you're investing across state lines really or even in your hometown And that is that team and and I just hinted on at the fact that I don't want to be out there doing the work I don't want to be out there swinging the hammer I retired from corporate America. I do not want a new job. You may still be in corporate America and not have time for a second job. So hire that out, but you do need to build that team. So how do you do that? Well, very commonly referrals, referrals from other investors. Um, we did a show, that's probably been a number of months now, maybe even last year talking about building a team remotely. You can go find that on the website as well. Um, it's no different whether I, Andy, from Dallas, is investing in Athens, Georgia, Macon, Georgia, somewhere in Tennessee. It's no different building a team there than it is here. I just may not get to meet them and shake their hand in person. But I'm going to get the referrals from that Lifestyles realtor there. And I'm going to go out to the Lifestyles Unlimited vendor portal and see who they've got. Hey, who do you, who do you recommend? Who, who, what members have given feedback on that GC what is their feedback? He looks like a good guy when they do this. Have that call. So you can build a team remotely, you can build a team locally, but it is very, very important that you build that team. And again, that goes back to the question as well, why use a realtor? Every realtor I know has a, has a pocket full of vendors that they're ready to, to, to refer you to. Do your due diligence, of course, because not all realtors are the same, not all vendors will be the same and of course at lifestyles unlimited we have the infrastructure for you. We heard about Georgia and the infrastructure there last week. We're going to talk about the other markets in the coming weeks. So if you're interested in taking down that first single family house whether locally or across state lines, what do you need to do to get started? Oh, well, go check out our website lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the free workshop button because that's the introduction to what we do as an organization if you're not familiar with us if this is your first time catching the show 90 minutes free um, good place to get that introduction And, and again hear about the five ways we make money on our houses six on apartments and then be sure to tune in to the full series of shows with the lifestyles unlimited realty team and then you'll say hey I like it where I am here in Arizona. I'm going to invest here. Or, hey, I'm in California. doesn't work. Let me invest across the country in Georgia. We have members from Hawaii investing in Georgia. So many places you can go and make those great, great returns and build that financial freedom. But you got to get started. Again, lifestylesunlimited.com. I thank you for tuning in today. Remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. You have a good day.